Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast a part of the running hook podcast network. And, you know, shockingly for, for, you know, most of the listeners who you know potentially could be listening to this every week, the Lynn Sandy podcast typically does this on a Monday or a Tuesday. Instead, we are pushing it back to a Thursday. It allows us to digest these games uh, that we were able to watch a little bit more. It allows us to dig into the stats. And at the same time, it gives us a little bit more to talk about uh, for, for really this coming week uh, of football and, and the next week. And so, you know, while I, I am talking about this, I do have my normal co-host, Bryce Shetty, uh, on the pod once again. Bryce, it's a privilege to have you on again. Always, always. Pleasure to be on again, Caleb. And then Zach, who's been writing our coattails for the rest of the season, is also on this podcast. So, Zach, uh, welcome, welcome hey. in once again. I'm just, I'm just along for the ride. You know me, you know me. Yeah, you are, you are, you are. You're like, uh, you're, you're like a, a Palovich, Sasha Palovich, just riding on the back. I don't, this, uh, for the Cleveland days. You're, I don't pay rent. I don't pay rent. It's, it's, it is what it is, what it is. But uh, we do have football to talk about. I don't want the intros to be uh, too long, and and it really starts with news uh, that is very recent. Uh, as as the honorable get the sack, the guy that literally uh, started this whole segment, Doug Marone, gets fired. Urban Meyer gets brought in. Doug Marone? Ur- Urban Urban Meyer. What? Yeah, it was Doug Marone. Doug Marone. Doug Marone got fired. Uh, Doug Mar- disgusting. Doug Marone, Doug Marone was Doug Marone the trailblazer. Yeah, he was the starter of the get the sack segment, Bryce. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I just to clarify, yeah, it's Doug Marone is a trailblazer. Urban Meyer is the head coach. He is the guy, Uh, and so this was a move a lot of people were anticipating, uh, given the fact that Meyer was. It seemed like you know he was looking uh, big time for a job, and Bryce. I, I know you can never uh, calm down your Ohio State bias. I don't care what podcast you're on. Uh, so you've been used to Urban Meyer coach sure. your team for years. Mm. Uh, how do you see him in the NFL? And then now that he's had this break or uh, hiatus, how do you want to describe it? He's back coaching. And he's back coaching in the NFL. I mean, the guy just has a niche or, or he, yeah, just a niche for, for coaching. Uh, I mean, he, you know, he's been in some controversy uh, slash he's had health problems that have made him step down from coaching a couple times. And yeah, yeah. he always seems to come back. You know, there were rumors that he was going to take the Texas job. And when I say rumors, they were very loose rumors. Texas fans thought they had him. What an absolute joke of a program. But um, yeah, I mean, it, Urban, I've always been talking about Urban going to the NFL. Finally, he gets a shot. I'm happy for him. Here's the thing that I will warn Urban Meyer. You have three years to make it happen. You're going to have Trevor Lawrence. I would assume they're going to draft him number one, barring something unspeakable happens. You have three years to make it happen. If you do not make it happen, they will fire you because they do not want to waste Trevor Lawrence years. Now, I, I think your point on Lawrence is is fair. Uh, but, but Zach, let, let, me, let me tell you something. Uh, this is the potential to absolutely wreck your team if, if this time comes out right for the Jaguars. If, if Trevor Lawrence is what we think he is and Urban Meyer continues to build with the talent he has, uh, the Jaguars could, could be a pretty solid team in the future. So, I mean, Zach, are you, as a Colts guy, are you a little uh, nervous about this? 
Look, it's a, it's an upgrade over what they had. No doubt about it. It's an upgrade over Doug Marone, all right? Now, am I worried as a Colts fan? No, not immediately. Maybe a couple years down the road. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, fair. fair. But uh, right now, no, I'm not I'm not particularly concerned. But I think it's a good hire. Like Rice said, I'd be shocked if they didn't take Lawrence. I know... You know, he had one bad game against Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. is lurking. It, considering the background, I guess it wouldn't be the most shocking thing if he took Justin Fields. He's but lurking. I would be shocked if they didn't take Trevor Lawrence just because he's kind of been the consensus number one all year. So I don't see one game changing that. So, But no, I'm not I'm not worried, Caleb. I'm not worried. Well, here's the thing I'll, I, I want to say about Urban Meyer. You call it a hot take. Call it takey. I don't care. If you're going to look at individual talent as a coach, could you make the legitimate argument that Urban Meyer is the most talented coach to ever walk in the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise? Oh, the only well, guy only that would be competition is Tom Coughlin, right? Who has won in back when the divisions were different? Oh, no, has won two Jack AFC Central champion. No, two AFC Central championships and four playoff bursts. Like Mike Malarkey. Get off of that. I'm just saying, <laughs> couldn't you? I, I mean, but in all seriousness, so I, I'm not I'm not kidding around when I say this. Individually, as a coach, you could make the argument. No, oh, he is. The most talented coach to walk in that. And I think that's got to be encouraging because totally it used is. to be that Jacksonville was at the bottom and nobody wanted the job. Now, granted, there is a lot of things going for them. Double ones double first round picks, double twos. So they're getting a lot of draft picks and the core is really good and the cap space is good. But I'm just saying like, I think this is a really big deal for the franchise itself. And I'm excited to kind of see the direction that Urban's going to take it because I I do think he could end up being really solid. And guess what? Yeah, go ahead, Zach. Urban Meyer respects the trenches. Yeah, he does. He tells me Cam Robinson's coming back. He's going to bring Cam Robinson back. You should. He should. I don't know why he wouldn't. Uh, now, now, real quick, uh, we're not doing an individual get the sack segment because there, there's just so much to talk about. The playoff games will kind of bring up the coaching thing. But there is one coach that I have to give the honor to. Uh, he did get buried. Buried. I begged it all year. I said this guy needs to be buried. He, he's he's an, he, he old be a Super Bowl. He had a Super Bowl. I give him credit. But let's face the facts. Doug Peterson got fired, baby. He got fired, baby. The Lynn Sandy podcast come roasting him, but he got him. And look, you know, it's because Doug Peterson decided, you know what? Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, OMG, Carson Wentz. He's the savior, Carson Wentz. All he does, all he does, Carson Wentz, he just stinks. He just stinks. He stinks so bad. And Peterson comes out of the woodwork in the middle of the season and recognizes the fact that, oh, I love it. And recognizing the fact that this is not the answer, they suck. And Peterson needed to go. I'm just sorry. I, I I think the fans of Philadelphia will find, I think they will see a better coach. I really hope it's not killing more, but I want oh. to see them have a good coach. I do, because this is a team that's intended to win now. And if you can't win now with this team, then the future's garbage. It, it, I, I'm, I'm hearing this take a lot, so I don't want to overdo it, but you have to think the Philadelphia Eagles coaching job is the worst NFL coaching job out there. Lions? If you're going to look at cap space, roster flexibility and structure, 
You can't really fix the quarterback because you have too much money tied into it. The offensive line's good. Zach, I know you like the trenches there, but they're old and they're injured. What about Lions? And Lions? I mean, at least I know I have cap space. At least I know that I'm not in a horrible situation in terms of improving the rest of the roster. And Bryce, I, I and I want you to look at this as well. I just think with the with Peterson, the fan base puts a ton of pressure. You know, they they want to succeed. And Detroit knows it's going to be some patience. They know it's going to be some patience to get where they want to go. The Philadelphia Eagles expect to go. The Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles expect the Philadelphia Eagles expect to win the division. Yeah, they do get into the top of the NFC, and that is a, a situation that not a lot of coaches want to feel the burden of. And I'm sorry, like whether you think that this team is talented enough, the national perception will be they have a team that's supposed to win right now. They need to go get. A division title, even it, it's 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 sad, but it is the truth. That's what a, a big team like this does. And so, I, I went on a little monologue today uh, so that we can get some more stuff. But I really do believe Peterson is, you know, it was the right move. And uh, let's see if the Eagles can actually get somebody who can, uh, you know, get something going for them. Well, can we just say his tenure was not a failure? Can we all agree on that? They want to say, no, I can't because I think the Eagles, you go, I mean, Zach, they want a Super Bowl as a team. I understand that, but this is a team the last two years that in my opinion, and you, you've defended this argument. You both have defended the argument that this is a roster that should be playoff uh, caliber and should be higher up in the way that they finish every year. And to be honest with you, this is an eight and eight, nine and seven team. Their division's trash and they, they hardly come out of it. And if you want to put Doug Peterson and, and the, the Eagles tenure as this upper echelon tenure and give them a hooray. No, I don't. Uh, I, I just, I just think that's a stretch. Zach. I don't want to say it, it was, it was definitely a failure in a lot of respects, but Dude won a Super Bowl, so I don't think you can he say he, as he a whole a it was a failure. As a whole, it was. He's not gonna a go down in folklore because of the Philly special. We're never like Doug Peterson is now entrenched in NFL history. Period. Sure. Like he might never get a job again. And and you know what? We're gonna laugh. I think he probably will. Like we're gonna laugh. We're gonna be like, hey, remember the guy that won a Super Bowl and then a couple years later tanked on national TV and got fired for it. Like that's, that's how we're going to remember the guy. Well, it is. And I will say there is, there could be an opportunity for him. Uh, there is a couple of links. He'll get an OC job. Reports uh, that, that are actually, uh, you know, suggesting that the New York Jets uh, could be pursuing Doug uh. Peterson for their head coaching vacancy due to Joe Douglas, the general manager having connections with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in the past. So that's something to keep an eye on if Peterson does get another coaching job. Oh, but as we get through the coaches, we have a lot of games. Let's let's discuss games and, and let's discuss, uh, you know, the Indianapolis Colts and the Buffalo Bills. And the, the Buffalo Bills uh, came into this game. Everybody, a lot of people predicted them, uh, you know, but this was a game that was very close. And and credit credit's due. Uh, to, to, to both teams, you know, I, I definitely was, I can't believe I'm saying this. I actually think Phillip Rivers played better than I thought. And I, I just, I think that when it comes to the Colts, I look like this is a team that, that fought. I don't like the fact that Phillip Rivers is throwing the ball 46 times. I think that's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but, but I will and and the, the balance of targets is disgusting, but the way that I, I see that, 
you know, they played. I, I think you guys, I, I mean, I know you guys are Colts fans. You both are particularly Colts fans. But what if I told you guys since 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 I've done this podcast, you got to get a receiver who you can trust, who's consistent, reliable. You have to get a quarterback that's not shaky. And I'm sorry, even though Philip Rivers had stretches where he looked, where, where you guys have both mentioned that he was solid, where it felt like that he was not there. This was not the quarterback that $25 million should have gotten you. This is not what it should have gotten you. And so from that, from that perspective, uh, I want you guys to comment overall on the Colts season and, and how they move on from this. And I'll start with Zach on this. Well, Philip Rivers, he, I mean, I don't really know what to say. I mean, I was obviously very high, <laughs> high on oh, the signing when it happened. I was. Yes. But I think, I don't know if success is the right word for the season. I mean, it was a nice season. 11-5, almost won a playoff game, which is way more than we can say what happened last year. So, now, I will say this. I don't want him back. I don't want him back because he. I think he'll be asking for similar money, and we have about $90 million in cap space, and I don't want to pay him a third of that. So... That's fair. I, I don't want him back. That's fair. It was uh, probably as good as it could have been this season. Bryce, you have any additional thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like, I what's disappointing is that eleven and five got us a seven seed in the in in the AFC. You know, I mean, uh, such a superior team. Yeah, that just shows how good the AFC was this year. You know. Um, I mean, obviously, the, the Colts are going to lose some people here. They have a lot of choices to make at the quarterback decision. Sure. Uh, Anthony Costanzo retires, so we need, we're on the lookout for a left tackle. Obviously, we need to upgrade the corners. I mean, my goodness, Stephon Diggs. I mean, Stephon Diggs is just an amazing receiver. So, I mean, it's hard to right. slow anybody to slow him down. But uh, defensive ends as well. Justin Houston is on a on a uh, expiring contract. Kamiko Ture. So I mean, there's a lot of decisions that Chris Ballard and and Frank Reich are going to have to make. Uh, so I'll be very curious to see how that goes. But I mean, for me, I'm 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 thinking very positively for next season. I mean, you're 11 and five with the roster that you had. Make a few upgrades here and there. I think you can be 12 and four, 13 and three, and make it to you know maybe the championship game next year. Maybe. Now, I will. I will. I don't. I don't think that they are up in that category, uh, but this could potentially do something for them. You know, if they hit the right pieces, if they if they do the right stuff. But you know, Ballard's a great top GM, but I, I just think it's tricky to sit there and say that they immediately go to a top two team in the AFC. I, but but you know, the NFL can, turns over like nobody's business. Well, we arguably Bills, should have been here because we should have beat the Steelers and we should have beat the Jags week one. You know, that's a part of it when you got a quarterback with the noodle arm, which they showed in this game. Next up is the Buffalo Bills, who, you know, came in and won this game. And, uh, you know, Zach, I just thought this was adorable. All year long, Bryce Shaddy goes, Josh Allen, I have to see Josh Allen with a playoff game. I have to see Josh Allen with a Against the big-time defense. Against the good defense, which, uh, to be honest, there's a lot of wins that he's had that have been against good defenses, Zach. But well, Bryce doesn't I, I almost think, I, yeah, but in a game against his own team, he got to see Josh <laughs> Allen do it. Uh, 26 of 35, 324 yards and two touchdowns. He ran for 54 on the ground. He had the connection with Diggs like nobody's business. He is why we lost. 
I mean, he is. He's why we you, lost. You, who, Josh? Yeah. No, Stefan Diggs. No, I don't agree with that because Josh, the thing with Josh that, that I think needed specifically in this game is the absolutely insane talent differential between Philip Rivers and Josh Allen. The gap was so big, not even close because here's the thing, the modern quarterback, this is a game, like two eras of quarterback were being shown one being the heavy pocket passer, The other one being a guy who could create on his feet. Like, for an example, you have a guy in Cole Beasley who's been banged up, comes back in this game. What does he do? Seven for 57. Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis. Prime example. Killed us. Of a guy who was was getting open when he needed to, but Josh Allen was creating the play. And it, it, that's just something the Colts didn't have a quarterback, which is ultimately what, in my opinion, killed them in this particular game. They just didn't have any creators uh, outside of really when they got the running game going, which was tricky at times. And, and I just I think with the Bills, this is honestly a game that I think they really needed. Uh, this is a younger team. Uh, Allen is a player that, you know, a lot of people believe, you know, you need to keep building and some playoff success. Uh, this was a really impressive game from the defense. I, I, I really liked how they played. And, and I think that this is a Bills team that's set up to potentially have, you know, a really nice week against the Ravens. I, I think it'll be interesting to see our predictions and where we think about that. But I'm impressed with the Bills. I thought this was a very solid win for them. Um, I'm not of the belief that it shows uh, more concern. I mean, it's the playoffs. You're facing the best teams. I should be seeing your uh, the things that you aren't the greatest at a little bit more clearer. So I don't understand why that's a headline, right? They came out, they won the game, they played at home. They haven't played a playoff game at home really since you and I have ever been alive, okay? So I just – I think this was a good win for the Bills. This is a good win for their franchise, and they deserve it. Next up on the list is the Seahawks and the Rams. And once again, Bryce is getting ripped for this. He comes out of here on the record saying Shake your head, the Bryce. Los Angeles Rams Stupid. are not a team that can win in the playoffs. Just... I don't care what they have. They don't have a team that can win. It. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They did exactly that against Whatever. the Seattle Seahawks. And in my opinion, I mean, out of all of the wins, this was the most impressive win for me. You come out of this game showing why you have the best defense in the National Football League. The Los Angeles Rams have the best defense in the National Football League. They have a running game that is starting to get a lot better now that Cam Akers is healthy. The receivers, now credit, Cup is a tricky situation. Take your licks, Bryce. But this is a situation where the defense was elite and overcame the Seahawks offense. And they did it with Jared Goff on a banged up thumb. This was an elite, an elite Sean McVay performance. This was a unbelievable Sean McVay coaching job. What are you I shaking mean, your as, head for? As far as I'm concerned, wow. you got to sit there wow. and, and, and think a little bit higher of this team, Bryce, because you've been throwing them under the trash really this entire season. No, Bryce put them in the can and they were on the curb ready to be picked up. Exactly. Exactly. He was waiting. He was looking out the window waiting for the garbage truck to come. Bryce, what look. are you going to say now that they won? What are you going to say? Look, look. We know Seattle has struggled defensively all season long. Okay. All right. And there's a reason. There's a reason why Brian Schottenheimer is no longer the offensive coordinator. Less than a week. Less than a week after they lost. There's a reason. Come on. 
Bryce, you said they couldn't win a playoff game. You said that. Well, they're very you fortunate backing, to play you a, backing. an up and down Seattle team. <laughs> who very really fortunate. Hot, who had a really hot defense. You're twelve and four, Bryce. That's ridiculous. Okay, that's fine. Okay, cool. Up the, and down, they're twelve there. and four. Oh, and what about fit. the Steelers? We'll they talk about them in a minute. We'll talk about them in a minute. Oh, but this was a Seattle doesn't team. mean anything, Zach. You know that it did. The Steelers ended the season horribly, horribly. Seattle um, wasn't you, on a hot streak either. They were not the greatest. But I will. Come but on. you can't. But you're ignoring. You're ignoring the fact that you absolutely embarrassed yourself look, with right, the take look. that the Rams couldn't win. All right. Take Here's what legs. I will say. Here's what I will say. Jared Goff. This is the first time I have ever seen this dude. Mm. Okay, come out. And, and and show me some guts and act like you actually want to play some football. You come out on, on like you said, Caleb, a banged up thumb and, and perform like, look, all right, the stats weren't great. Nine of 19, 155 yards and one touchdown, but he didn't need to be great. I was about to and say, I appreciate that. No. And I appreciate that. And, and what he said after the game, Caleb, you shared that with us, the soundbite that he uh-huh. had in his yes, interview. I yes, I did. Why don't we see more of that? It was a, and just to clarify, Goff was basically saying, "Look, you know, the Seahawks were celebrating all up and down on us. You know, they were sitting there crowning the division title, and Jared Goff said he saw all of it, and he wanted to come out and crush it." It's about time. Stop yeah. acting like you're California cool. Enough. Come out here, show some guts, play some football. I appreciate this Jared Goff performance. I hope I get to see it this weekend in Green Bay. I don't know if I will, but I hope so. I like it, Bryce. I like the I like the earn way. your money. Yep. If you get the bag, you better go out there and play like it every freaking I, I agree week. With that. And this I is agree why you pay a guy like that. So and this is why I also hate it on the Rams because I don't think Goff is worth the money. Now that is what I would pay for. I would you pay, pay for, for that, that guts. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. And, and, Here's the, and here's the thing with the Rams that I also think is just something to keep an eye on is when you have a defense that can basically pressure with four, which is literally what the Rams did, and jam-pack, basically make the Seattle offensive line look like a piece of trash sack. I bet you enjoyed watching I mean, it's not great the defensive anyway. line of the Rams. You know, but at the same time, oh it, it was not even – it was like watching minor league offensive line versus, you know, a high-level – you know what I mean, Bryce? It just was yeah, not. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It I just they just completely took it over, and that's oh. a credit to the the coaching staff and in general. Yeah, yeah, I have it in my notes here. Seahawks sure. offense never got into rhythm ever, ever. It never did. Never did. If, if you go, I watched the game, but I watched the highlights on YouTube today. Uh huh. Every Seattle highlight. On offense is Russell yep. Wilson scrambling out. Scrambling out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the offensive line is just standing around like whoa. It's it, it was an embarrassing showing from the Seahawks, yep. really. It was. And uh without further ado, we'll get into our next game, Washington and Tampa, which you know, Washington came out and and shockingly uh, uh competed. They competed in this game, they they made it close at the end. Uh, Tampa comes out of it with the win, though. They did uh, beat the Washington football team by the score of 31 to 23. Now, Bryce, I'll let you handle most of the talk here because you really liked Washington all season. Part of that's because of your Ohio State love. But at the same time, you've also liked the way they play. But you also said that you didn't think that this would be a very beneficial game for Tampa, though I would almost argue that it seemed like Tampa, you know, 
there's a lot to look at, look at from this game. You're, you're seeing the running game get better. Uh, you saw Mike Evans getting some targets, which you were calling him out on last week. How do you see uh, Tampa uh, now that they came out and beat Washington by eight points? Well, I guess what's scary for the league is that Tampa or that Tom Brady is uh, is finding a stride with guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and now Antonio Brown. It took a while. We're like, okay, where's it? Where's AB at? Where's he at? You know, he, he hasn't shown up. Well, boy, he's been showing up the past couple of weeks and it's only continued in this wild card game here. And Mike Evans, it's about dang time you use him as just something other than a red zone threat. No shit. Jeez, dude, 119 yards on six receptions. Now that is the Mike Evans I know, right? And Caleb, you need to apologize to Leonard Fournette. You need to apologize. You caught him washed. (laughs) Let me, well. 19 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Apologize. Yeah, they have no Ronald Jones. They know Ronald Jones. You know so? the difference in care. You, you that he is not even remotely. I'm sorry, he's not remotely close to his Jacksonville days. I'm not going to apologize Fine. for saying that. He's not close to that. He's a good running back. He's not. Apologize there. to Shady McCoy. Both of you. Ah, oh, stop it, Shady McCoy. <laughs> he sees the field like Tim, once. Now I will say this, Bryce, that this has Fournette has the potential to be a legit X factor here. He really does. If if they can get him going with this offensive line, who is by the way, their offensive line is elite. Uh, it is elite. It, you could argue it's probably one of the three best in football. Ali Marpet is, and so it, Zach. That leads it. me into asking you, just overall, it, it felt like the Washington football team. Even though they did get three sacks on Brady, the offensive line played a ridiculous. I mean, what they what they were able to do to protect Brady and how they were able to consistently keep it open, I, just very impressive for me because I did think Tampa could, that Washington uh, could have could be really effective uh, in the pass rush, and in a way, they you know there were some pieces you know like three sacks. Obviously, it's not bad, but. The Buccaneers, I think, did exactly what they needed to do to finish the game. And you didn't see it in the pass blocking as much as you would like, but you saw enough. The running game, they got unbelievable run blocking for Fournette. Well, if he's near point, Caleb, I agree with you. Fournette is not what he was with the Jaguars. Uh, this offensive line moving people out of the way so that a past his prime Fournette can get almost 100 yards. Sure. Sure. <laughs> And and it's a, and, and and I mean when you look at Tampa, the other thing that people they move themselves people. Of is they move right. They get people on the offensive line. The defensive line is very solid. I like their defensive line, and I think that's extremely underrated. But then at the same time, I Devin White's not playing in this game. He did not play in this game, and they still played the way they did. From the Washington perspective, Taylor Heineke, congrats. Uh, you know Terry McLaurin, you know. He had a good game, 675. It was good. Uh, but this is a team that has obvious holes on offense. I don't just did it. We've talked about it enough. I don't want to keep discussing it. The defense is talented, but I will say this. Your defense can only be good for so long, and you're going to have to answer it with finding offensive pieces. And that is exactly what Washington needs to be doing. They're going to lose Scherf. They're going to lose him. They might. They might. 
And and that and we'll lead us into the Sunday games with the Ravens and the Titans. And Bryce, I want you to look at this because you had a perspective here that was very different. You believe that this is not getting talked about for a certain reason. You care to explain what that is? Yeah, I, I think that I think this is a very intriguing matchup. It's kind of a revenge game for Baltimore in a couple of ways. They lost to them uh, last year in the playoffs, and then they lost to them in season sure. uh, this year. So. Nobody's really talking enough about this game. We're not talking about how Baltimore is finally healthy and, and Lamar Jackson is somewhat finding his stride in the passing game, getting you know Hollywood Brown going. Now, as far as Tennessee goes, crickets on Tannehill, by the way. Crickets. Crickets, crickets on Tannehill. But, yeah. Bryce, I want to hear you praise Lamar Jackson. Look, okay. No, I, I want to hear it. I want to hear you say it. Caleb, this does. is this is what I expect. I this is what I expect <laughs> from my former MVP. 16 carries, 136 yards. Look, the passing game was not wow. It was not wow factor in this game. It just purely was not. You cannot defend that. Okay? I can't. The rushing game, about dang time you showed up. And the defense... About dang time you showed up. No. Derrick Henry only had 40 yards. I, I, t- I keep telling you guys, they, are, they have a losing record this season. They are three and four. Now, they are, now they are three and four when Derrick Henry runs for under 100 yards. Great stat. Great stat. Zach, what, what's your perspective on this? Because I know you really liked uh, you you were defending Lamar. You 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 know probably had to be relishing the 136 yard performance on the ground. About time. But you know, Zach, I also want to get your thoughts on this though. Um, this is the first time we've seen their D line healthy in quite a while, and this is a very nasty defensive line, if you ask me, Zach. Well, Tennessee doesn't respect the O line or either side of the trench, and it showed. It showed in this game. They paid for it with their season. They paid for it. <laughs> they paid for it. I, I, same thing when I was talking about. I watched this game and I re, I rewatched the highlights today. Mm-hmm. Always somebody with a white jersey in the fucking Tennessee backfield. Every play. Every play. Every play. I mean, Henry Bryce said it. Henry forty something yards. Tannehill, always on the run. The only guy who get free on offense is A.J. Brown. Johnny Smith, forget it. Forget Johnny Smith. He's not doing anything. Corey no. Davis didn't do anything. Well, that's it. I, I don't even know what to think of the Corey Davis situation. They just didn't. I don't. It was a miserable that. showing from Tennessee. And let Tannehill. me just let me just get Tannehill. Some. Oh, when, yeah. Well, my that was my point on Tannehill all year, and I got shit on for it. And here we are. Uh, <laughs> Lamar. <laughs> Lamar, I let me give some love to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson swung this game on one play. He had like a fifty-yard touchdown around the second quarter. Yeah, yeah, dude, he 40, was, he looked yeah. fast. Forty-eight. The game 48. swung right there. Yeah, it, he it absolutely super fast. swung. Yep, he did. This and is what I want out of an MVP. Now, here, here's the other thing though that I think is worth talking about. I mean, I think, Bryce, you really hit the nail on Tennessee. But when you're looking at Baltimore, I I am concerned. When you're facing a team like Buffalo Bills, your pass defense has to be better. The fact of the matter is, A.J. Brown looked like he could dominate the entire game. I mean, let's just be real. It didn't really – they didn't convince me they could take out A.J. Brown. And you're going to face Stephon Diggs next week. Marlon Humphrey – 
uh, got used he got on the first agent. I mean, now you could argue there's PI, but but the rule there was no call there. Humphrey and is Brown just he just dominated him, and they even had to move Humphrey on Khalif Raymond because they couldn't oh, trust him. They had to move oh, Marcus oh, Peters. Oh, they had to move Marcus Peters on. <laughs> On on him, and and that's not saying Holy you know that's not a slack. Peters is a good player, but that, that's a concern in in next week's game. You know who's not a good player? Khalif Raymond. Well, and then I also don't understand why they didn't play Corey Davis. I I just don't think that makes any sense. I I think what that does to me it's a sign that um, he's going to free agency and he's looking for another team. Yep. And that's a player that a lot of teams should be interested in. Come play because for he's very young. He's athletic, and and he can run block. And I, I I'd like to see Corey Davis on a team that's going to value him because it's an absolute joke that he played as little as he did. That's a joke. It's a playoff game. You play your best players. I should not be sitting here looking at, you know, Khalif, Khalif Raymond. Raymond for most snaps, <laughs> or even though he's Bobby at a different Smith. position, I shouldn't be looking at Anthony Ferkser with two oh. targets or Nick Westbrook. I shouldn't uh, be seeing this garbage. It's horrible. I shouldn't be seeing this garbage. It's horrible. Uh, no. And and now now we move on to uh, Bears and Saints. And uh, Zach, I'm just going to let you take the honors on this. You've been uh, pretty vocal about your dislike of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. They're equal to the Colts, though. We're far and away the worst team in the 2020 playoffs. Not even close. Not even close. And that includes the football team. It includes the football team. I say I don't agree with that. Come on. Hey, I'm just looking at the scores. That's that's I'm looking at the scores here. Washington was in that game basically the whole time. The Bears were never in this game. It was seven to three, and it was it seemed insurmountable for the Bears. (laughs) They're down by four. I I don't know how many times they got over midfield. I'm gonna say three. Three times. They they were they were absolutely horrible. It didn't look good. This is a team that if anybody was coaching the Cardinals besides Cliff Kingsbury, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. The Bears would not be in the playoffs. Wow. It just wow. the the Bears were the worst team. They were the worst team in the playoffs. And I don't want to get too ahead of schedule here, but that's why I'm worried about the Bucks against the Saints. Because the Bucks played the second worst team in the playoffs, in my opinion, and didn't pull away until the fourth quarter. That's fair. That's fair. I, I the Bears definitely did not have anything going offensively. I mean, they just the Saints really proved nothing. They 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 have a really nice defense. This is a team that won three games in eleven weeks, and you want me to think they're a playoff team? No. Equal to the Colts, though. Well, I can't wait for the battleground. Can't wait. But but here here's the here's the other here's the other thing, Bill, to, to keep in mind. And Bryce, I, I want you to really, you know, dive into this. When you're looking at it from the Bears perspective, this is a team the last four years that has ultimately said we want to build with our defense first. And the problem is the living when you the choose to build with your defense, you are under more pressure to win. Because then what's going to happen? You better have an all-time don't defense. Have them, right. Because then the problem is you're not going to be able to keep the talent all together. The Chicago Bears this offseason, I listened to Robert Mays talk about this, and he's absolutely right, basically said, our defense is really good, but we're going to be really awesome if we play with one piece. 
And you know what he did? He decided to go with the, the, the front office decided to go with Robert Quinn to be that oh. piece that gets him over the top. You guys, oh guys, my God. you guys think about how oh, ridiculous oh, oh. that is. The Bears as a defense was were a good defense, but the money should not be going to additional help on the defense. No. Like that's the problem with the Bears. Like wrong trend. Where you're at. That's the like, wrong I would trend. make the legitimate argument. I, and I want Bryce to do this because I want I want to pick his brain on this. You can make an argument the Bears should be doing the exact same thing the Carolina Panthers did in the draft last year. Panthers went all defense. Bears should be going all offense. Tell me I'm wrong. No, yeah, no, they absolutely. You can make be an because, argument because to do that. You, you may not even you may not even retain Allen Robinson, who's your best receiver by no, far. He, sh- he yeah. shouldn't stay. He should leave. And it, you have you're reduced down to who? Anthony Miller. And incredibly, by the way, right? The Bears and all are ten of your tight ends, Cordero Patterson. Yeah. yeah, I mean, David Montgomery finally showed up towards the end of the season, so you got something positive I like, there. I like you. Yeah, right. I like but you still got to figure out the quarterback production. We we heard from the owner, right, that you need better production from the quarterback position. They like Nagy for whatever reason. O line sucks. Yeah, yeah. You have so much to do. Like I like Charles Leno. Charles Leno is very yeah, good. Yeah, he's good. I like him a lot, but I mean, you, you basically are almost starting from scratch. All you really have right now is a running back and a good, and one good offensive lineman. Yeah. Yeah, That's literally all you have. Yeah. Go out and go get a wide receiver, go out. If there's a quarterback there, I don't think there's going to be from where they're drafting, but Hey, let's start with the trenches. Let's start with the trenches with the Bears. I think that's where they got to go. Um, I'll use Zach's logic on that. I think the Bears got to fix that um, because I do think they'll probably d- decide to keep Trubisky again. I do think it's likely that Robinson will go. Um, I I think it's a valid point to get a receiver, but I, there's a lot to lot to look at there. And the Saints basically exposed them on it. Uh, I, in my opinion, even though this was not a, oh my gosh, Drew Brees was just throwing dimes all over the place. He was as surgical as always. Dude was absolutely fighting was. every gap in the zone like nobody's business. Bryce, you have to be liking the fact that Michael Thomas looked really good coming off the injury. You have to – I mean, that looked, that looked nice. Yeah. And then, you know, the other guy that I think was a really big shocker in terms of how good he played was Deontay Harris. That kid came into this game and had a really nice performance. I mean, he had seven, he had seven receptions and 83 yards and really showed his explosiveness and speed, which gave the Saints a lot of creativity. And, you know, Kamara still had, I mean, he give or take 100 yards. He had 99 yards on 23 carries. It's not like he played horrible. It's so I just for me, the Saints can beat a lot of different teams with a lot of different styles. Um, the fact that they were just able to ground and pound them, they're really physical. Uh, it, it very very impressive to me. I'm excited to see where they go against Tampa next week. Hey, what do you guys think about this? You mentioned the uncertainty at QB. I don't think they're going to bring Trubisky back, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. What if this way? I don't know. Let's see what you think about this. What if their quarterback for next year was on the other sideline? Jameis. Oh, wow. I think this. I. Interesting. I couldn't be worse. The There's no way he could be worse than what they have. I, I just, I, 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 think, they, I think the Saints resign him. I, I agree. I think they should. They should. 
Because I, I think they they want to have them both. I'm just cap. thinking in like terms it. of what's going to be on the market in the offseason. That's fair. I, because I do think they're, they're going to have to do something and be creative in some way. But I mean, Zach, that's the other problem in Nick Foles. He was on a lot. He's on a situation where that's not that's the prettiest. Horrible. And they're, they're in a lot of money because of that. And they traded trade. for it. And so that salary is going to, you're starting to see the salary pay up. And then Trubisky, if you sign him again, um, you're going to have to see a lot of salary involved there. So yep. tricky situation. Now, moving on to a game that I think just surprised everybody uh, was the Browns just absolutely, I just dominating. They just, they just dominated. Uh, it started from literally the first drive of the game and it, they just came out and put on a clinic on everybody. Uh, even with all of the COVID stuff, it just flat out didn't matter. Uh, they played like the team that wanted it more. And the score is deceiving. The score is deceiving. The score was 48 to 37. The score is deceiving. The, 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 the Browns came out and pretty much dominated them. And from the get-go, uh, the start the, the start the first quarter, they were up three, they were up three times or three or four touchdowns. Like that's I'm sorry, like when you can do that. That's just ridiculous. They were up 28 to nothing. And then, you know, from there, you you hold on to a lead. Um, to be honest, you guys, I this was a great performance in so many ways. Mayfield, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I've never seen Caleb be so wrong about it. Unbelievable. No, I, you know what? But I'm the guy, I'm the first guy that comes out and says I'm wrong. I'm not afraid to say it. Talk about, about being surgical, Caleb. Baker Mayfield. He, he was he was unbelievable with the 93 QBR and, you know, Kareem Hunt with two touchdowns on the oh, ground Jesus. and Nick Chubb with 70. Where was that during fantasy, by the way? Huh? Yeah. Oh, get off. Come on. He probably, knew, he probably knew he was on your team, so he wanted to stink. What a Jarvis joke. Landry also had a game uh, yeah. that, that was just, you know, Tough he time. had most of it on for a one play, a 40-yard play. But this is why they traded for Jarvis Landry when they did. Like to bring in somebody who has that fire, that determination to win a game and just win matchups, just win. He just wins matchups. He won all day against the Steelers. It was impressive. The offensive line, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, they didn't have Batonio, but they played well again. Uh, it's a credit to the Elite. coaching staff for still being able to figure that out. I mean, I'll have I'll have the, the person on this is Zach. Uh, how do you see this game? Because it just, like I said, the score was deceiving because Ben had four picks and the offense, the, there were guys, two guys with 100 yards on the still receiving court. But like he threw 68 times, 68, the game, yeah, 68. It, the game was My very gosh. ridiculous. Like, I mean, take us in what you saw from this game. Guys, I just want to make this evident for us. Sure. The Bills and the Browns, two of the worst franchises in our lifetimes, both won a playoff game this weekend. They both they won a playoff oh, game. <laughs> wow. Yeah, now that you say that out loud, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah that makes sense. The Steelers were absolutely fucked from the start of this game. I mean, we saw the snap. It was like the Super Bowl, the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl. You just knew how it was going to end. Cleveland did anything they wanted to on offense. They have the best one-two punch in terms of running backs in the league. It's not even close. No answer. Not even close. They have two RB1s. I mean, come on. Yep. The Steelers had no answer. 
Landry, they got him involved early. They got him involved yeah, really early in the game. Uh-huh. Big reason why they went up 28 nothing. Pittsburgh yeah. has a serious running back problem. A massive Yeah, they do. I, yeah, they you do. guys know how I feel about running back committees. I'm not a fan. Yes. Either go with James Conner or scrap the other guys, dude. Because I, I don't know what I don't know what you're doing. Roethlisberger has a he's probably done. I'm gonna guess he's done. So he's leaning gonna, towards that. It seemed like he was run it back with Mason Rudolph. You're done. Uh, and here's my take on the Browns. Go ahead. Other than Ron Rivera and Alex Smith, the Browns winning a playoff game is the biggest feel-good story of the season. Wow. Wow. I like the take. I don't, I don't hate that either. I don't hate that either. The Browns won a fucking playoff game. Yeah, well, and, and, and you know, the way they got there, the way they got there, I think is incredible too, right? We just saw Baker Mayfield grow yeah. up, yeah. right? We yeah. saw Kevin Stefanski finally get a shot in the NFL. And basically he he's grabbed that team by the balls and said, all right, this is what we're doing. Hey, if you don't like year. it, I'll find somebody that will. Right. And yeah. I think, I think he, I think he's had several grown up conversations with Baker Mayfield. Like, look, yeah, man, he, he had. look, this is what we're going to do. All right, we're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball for – Caleb, I've been saying – I told it to you yes, uh, this you year. All, all right, we're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then we're going to open you up. Right? And, and, that, and that's yep. exactly what happened. And and now – and now this I is what it. Kevin Stefanski left the, the coaches, right? Hey, we're going to combine both of them. Let's see what happens. Now, yeah. granted, Pittsburgh, right from the jump, you have Pouncey just launch the ball over Big Ben's head which I don't know how that happens, right? So Cleveland already has the momentum. They get another turnover, and Baker Mayfield just drops an absolute dime to, to Jarvis Landry, right? You had to have some things go your way, all right? Luck is involved sure, in the playoffs. It absolutely is. But Cleveland won this game. I'm not yeah. taking anything away from yeah. them. I'm saying yeah. they got a lot of breaks, though. But sure, but it's, it's the playoffs. No, I agree. Ready. I, I'm totally with you on that. Okay. Totally with you on it. Okay. It's very uncharacteristic for a Mike Tomlin team to come out of the gate and just be totally unprepared and agree. just not be ready to play. No. I mean, and, and I don't think this is a reflection on Mike Tomlin. I'm not going to be all over Mike Tomlin for this. No, he does. I, I agree. He he doesn't deserve the he's fired or he didn't. No, he, he no. doesn't deserve that. He's he still one of the best coaches in the league. I don't care what you yep. say. I agree. Like, I mean, there's some decisions that were made from from Vrabel on the fourth down at the 40. Reich had con- Frank Reich definitely had controversial decisions that he made in this game uh, against the Bills. Pete Carroll had some weird decisions. There was a lot of weird decision coaching yeah. wise, but th- I mean, these some of these guys we're talking about, they're going to stick around. You're not going to yeah, sit there and see them leave. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, as we as we move on from this week's, uh, from really the the, the games is. They happened last week. We are in a you know divisional round. In uh, the first game to start us off, Bryce is the Packers and the Rams. And you know I, I'll be honest. Um, I trust the Rams in this game. I really do. I think I think there's a lot to like. And and, and here, here's why I say that. Here's why. Why are you still skeptical, Bryce? And then, no, here's why. why I, here's why I say it. Because I. I I believe that Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in the NFL. And in the second half of the season, 
he has dominated anybody and everyone you've wanted get over to dominate. yourself, Bryce. And I'm not DK Metcalf say great is a great receiver. DeAndre Hopkins is a great receiver. It's not you're facing Devontae Adams, who I agree, Devontae, Devontae Adams is on a different level, but I he is in that Hopkins is up in the conversation, Adams is up in the conversation, regardless of how you rank. Okay. But the way that I see this game, if they can take out and minimize Adams' impact. Enforce Valdez Scantling and Tanyan to come out and beat them. You gotta like the chances for the Rams. You gotta That's like a dub. That's a. Dub. You gotta like Are you kidding it. me, so, Tanyan. Right. Now the, the the underlying factor, obviously, to this is, I mean, Donald. It said he's gonna play, uh, even though there was the rib situation that happened uh, in the Seahawks game, but. You guys, I, I think this is going to be a really interesting matchup. I like the Rams defense. I, I think, you know, Zach, you're an offensive line guy. Bakhtiari is out. He is out and he is not playing. He has is out for a as while. Valdir well. is out and right. breaking news. The Rams have incredible depth on the defensive line and they will make you pay if your protections are not good enough. They will make you pay. It doesn't have to be Aaron Donald. It could be Brockers. It could be Sebastian Joseph Day. It could be Fox. It can be a lot of different players that can come in and wreck your game plan. So I'll have Zach start with this. How do you see this game? What are you looking for in this particular matchup? We're going to see Aaron Rodgers on the run a lot. It's going to be basically a mirror image of the Seahawks game, I think. And Aaron Rodgers, look, what I'm about to say, the guy's going to win the MVP. I'm not saying. he's Yes. He's not as good of a scrambler as he was. He's just, he's just not. Just, just a part of the. I'm not uh, saying he's washed. I'm yes. just saying that part of his game is not as good as he used to. He's just getting older. He's getting older. Just That's getting older. Part. Yeah. They, I mean, they're Ramsey on Adams is going to be probably the matchup of the weekend. That's must it, it is the I it is the matchup. I mean, I don't see it's going to be a slugfest. I don't see a ton of points in this game. I don't either. Aaron Jones is going to it's going to be tough for him because for the same reason it's going to be tough for totally the agree. Packers O line. Bakhtiari being out is a huge. And deal. I, it is a huge deal. Well, Valdir is even a big deal because that's the guy that's supposed to replace him. Yeah. yeah. And I Valdir mean, played well for us. He, he did. Him. And Bakhtiari is the anchor of that offensive line. Respect him. Respect him, please. And uh, give me the Rams in this game. If the Rams wow. play, Ooh. if the Rams play, if they, like, if they put up 30 points against the Seahawks, if they put up 30 points against the Packers, they're going to win. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. They're gonna. Uh, I, I would, you can make that argument. Yeah. Now, my s- defense. We don't need to talk about them because they're, they're not there. They're not there. I, 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 I wouldn't go that far, Bryce. How do you how do you see this particular matchup? I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. Okay, look. Do you're it. Playing at Lambo. You're playing at Lambo. It's gonna snow. This is a classic Packers game. Wait, Bryce. That's, look. look. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> That's a great Palpatine impression there. <laughs> Do it, Bryce. Come on. No, no. Give me the, the Packers. No, give me the oh, Packers. No. Give me the Packers. I'm not. I'm. Look, Aaron Rodgers is another guy that I just don't like to bet against. Just like I can't bet. Yeah. I can't bet against uh, uh, Russell Wilson. That's why I took the Seahawks last week. Ah. <sighs> 
do you guys know what the line is? Go ahead. I do not. Let me guess. Let me guess okay. the line. Packers minus five. Close. Six and a half. <sighs> Six and a half. So Vegas down. knows something that I don't. And I'm going to go with it here. I'm going to take the Packers. I just think the Packers are good. I think Matt LaFleur is a smart coach. Obviously, I don't – look, I think this is going to be a, a meeting of the masterminds. Okay, I'm not saying uh, LaFleur is McVay, but he is he is a smart guy. He will figure this out. I'm, I, I'm not per, too particularly worried. And I think the cold is really going to affect Aaron Donald's uh, injury I, and Jared Goff's injury. Yeah, honestly, the only thing that would shock me about this game is if the Rams get blown out. Yeah, that would I agree with that. I'm, I'm not picking a blowout. I, I'm I'm just saying the Packers are going to win the game. The blowout from the Rams. I'm with you, Bryce. Legitimately shocked me. If the I, Rams I'm, got blown out. Yeah. I'm I'm with you, Bryce. I I think if it is going to snow and get really cold, I don't like it for the Rams. Yeah, it's going to be 32 um, degrees. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that. Um, I will say. Acres did run the ball really well, but it is and they're going to need it. Used to it. Yeah. They're going to need to run the ball. Yeah. You have to run the ball in the playoffs. You yeah. have to have it. Yeah, I mean, I'll say I'll say Green Bay. If I, if I had to do a scoring prediction, give me like twenty-one twenty. Like I really think this wow. is going to be a very close hey, game. Cooper Cup guys just destroyed the Seahawks secondary. Yeah, he did. Just lit them up. They did. But he, he's but the key with him though is is he banged up enough to where he will not be as effective? That's a really big question in my opinion, you know. And if he is banged up and not as effective, I, I like the fact that Robert Woods is on the Rams because I think Robert Woods can make plays. I'm a Robert Woods guy. I always have. Yeah. Him. Yep. Next game, uh, a lot of people find entertaining. Ravens Bills. Uh, two quarterbacks that Bryce Shaddy thinks are trash and can't make their teams in the playoffs are facing each other. This lose, week. lose for Bryce. <laughs> it's a total lose, lose. This is a game <laughs> where Bryce has to admit that what nightmare these scenario get for to Bryce. The AFC conference championship game. Nightmare for Bryce. Now, it, so I'll, I look at this game. <laughs> I I think there's a lot to like from both sides, right? Allen is playing unbelievable. Lamar, I thought played. With the running game, he looked amazing. I defenses. I think the defenses are both good, uh, especially the second half. But but the one concern I have, if you made me pick a concern, I do not think the Bills can afford to run the ball as crappy as they did. No, against the Ravens in this game. I'm just sorry. You got to find a way to get better running game. You have to find a way to to make. Um, Josh Allen not feel as much pressure. I mean, you know, in the Colts game, Josh had to create everything. Josh had to get five-yard runs. Josh had to get QB draws. He had to find Davis for 30 yards. Like, that's what happened. Now, I don't think you can do that against the Ravens. I don't think you can do that because I just think that they are going to know the plan. I trust Wink Martindale. I trust Harbaugh in this game in terms of planning for Josh Allen. So I'll ask Bryce this first because you do have to pick between two quarterbacks that you've been criticizing this season. They're in the AFC divisional title game. How do you see this AFC divisional? I like calling it AFC divisional title, but it's AFC divisional. Sure, sure. How do you see this game? <clears throat> well, first off, look, I, I was I was criticizing Lamar Jackson because I didn't feel like he was playing up to his MVP standard. 
right? When you when we pick an MV, an NFL MVP, we expect them to be on par every single game, right? You can have the occasional bad game, but we expect greatness out of you just about every game. We did not get greatness out of Lamar Jackson every game this season. It was not just one or two games. It was consistent for a while. They were struggling. They were backsliding. But what I saw on Sunday, what I saw was I saw Lamar Jackson in MVP form. I mean, this season he has – 26 touchdowns, 2,757 yards and nine picks with a thousand yards on the run and seven touchdowns. That's it. Okay. Okay. That's it. Okay. Look at, look at who he's throwing to. His best receivers is tight end. He threw to the same receivers best last season, Zach. Out. He threw to the same people last season, Zach. Right. The same. He the had same. Stanley and Yonda the last year. The same. Yonda hangs him up. Stanley decides to get hurt. You just decide to get that hurt. Was, that was that. my problem. <laughs> that was my problem with your Lamar takes, Bryce. I didn't hate that you were saying he's not playing up to his MVP level, but you, I didn't he, think you were accounting for the injuries. Well, you're uh, not. Well, uh, fine, whatever. Here's my thing. I'm so glad this is the Saturday night game. We actually finally have a good yeah. night game. Oh I'm so excited for this. Mm. I'm so excited for this. I and know here's how picking, I see Bryce. this. I, I will get to that. Yeah, this is going to be a low-scoring game. Baltimore's defense is going to show up. Give me Baltimore, baby. Wow. Give them to me. Give them wow. to me in a close one. 23-20. Wow. wow. <laughs> okay. Zach? Well, I think if the Ravens – look, you obviously can't bet on this. Sure. If the Ravens get the same Hollywood Brown they got against the Titans, I, I win. I, I think they'll win. No, I, I think it's tricky when you got your Davis White on a ball game. Yeah, it is. It is compared tricky. to a Dory Jackson. Who are you picking? That's why I'm saying I would not bet on that. I'm picking the Bills. I'm picking the Bills. I'm I think you. they have yeah. a score. <clears throat> we go twenty-seven to twenty-four. Bills. The 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 line is two and a half. Okay. Buffalo. I'd go. I would. I would say my score is thirty Buffalo, twenty four Baltimore. I think you'll see points. I think you'll I, see. I think the Bills lose offense. on a Josh Allen fumble, patented Josh Allen fumble. I, I think. I think this is going to be a great game. There's so many matchups oh. to look forward to uh, that we just aren't able to get into to as much, uh, but we'll be able to get into them as we recap uh, for next week. Uh, next is the is the next AFC game: Browns Chiefs. Um, Chiefs, they have the high high-profiled offense. Browns are a machine on the ground. Zach, you love them in the trenches. You love the Browns in the trenches. You gotta like what you've been seeing from the defense because they stepped up. They stepped up without their top corners, Denzel Ward and and, and you know Kevin Johnson. So, Zach, how do you see this game playing out? I I don't believe it's a blowout. No, but I'm curious to hear what you what you see. This will be a points. Bonanza. This will be a high-scoring game. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. If the Browns – here's the scary thing. The Browns could play the exact same way they did against the Steelers and lose this game. They could score 48 points and lose this game. Yeah, I agree. That's just the reality of playing the Chiefs. So, they need – look, Hunt and Chubb are going to get theirs. And they're gonna. Ha- they have to get Landry involved. Yeah, you don't think Hunt's motivated to just kick his former team? 
Look, I wouldn't oh. be shocked if Hunt started this game over Chubb for that reason. Interesting. I don't know how much. Look, obviously, I have no problem with the Chiefs letting go of Hunt. But, but yeah, they the, had to. Yeah, it was the right move. And, they and had they did to the right go. thing. They did the right thing. Okay. I they believe in right second thing. chances, but I don't think this is a revenge game because I think Kareem oh. Hunt understands. No, he, he knows he made a mistake. That's for sure. He knows he made a mistake, but it's against this former team. He's going to want to show up against this former team. I don't think it's like when the Panthers cut Steve Smith and he oh, went to fair. the Ravens that's and fair. just balled on them. Yeah, they just Yeah, they just cut him for no reason. It's not, it's not like that. But I do think we'll he's going to have a little extra edge to him. I, I like a big hunt game. I this think is going to be well. a massive trenches battle. This, the Chiefs, I think, have a underrated D-line. Obviously, we know what the Browns O line can do. This Who are you be- taking? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, wait, wait, wait! I'll get. Uh, you want to know what the line is? What's the line? Kansas City by ten. Yeah, it's under ten. I, I would, I would go under on that for sure. I would, I would go, go under on that for sure. Forty-two to thirty. Oh my gosh! Thirty-eight. Wow. Chiefs. A lot of points. Oh my gosh. Wow. I think there's oh, yeah. going to be a lot of wow. points. Look, wow. Stefanski's smart. Look, I, we all know the Chiefs wow. don't have a phenomenal defense. They have a good defense, but not a phenomenal defense, right? Look. Yeah, right. Again, I'm going to go back to it. Okay. Patrick Mahomes is a guy that you just straight up don't bet against, period. No, you, you just don't do it. I've said it on here. I'll reiterate it. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, I'm ready to have that conversation. He will be. Let's just slow no, down. No, I'm ready to. I'm ready to do it right now. And nobody's talking about the Chiefs. They're 14 and two. Nobody's talking about them, really. Like honestly. Yeah, no, that's not true. That's not true. Because everybody just expects them to win games. Nobody's talking true. about them because we know what we're gonna get from that's the Chiefs. Not, that's not get, true. Give me the Chiefs in this game. Give them to me, forty-five to thirty-eight. Let's have some fun. Oh, Let's no. have some fun. You don't get to pick Baker. You don't get to pick him. Why can't? Why can't? Oh my! You disrespected him all season. <laughs> Just like Josh, yeah. uh, just like Bryce doesn't get to pick do you, Josh. Do you, have, do you actually a, believe the Browns are going to win this game? Do you believe I, that? You don't. I, I, hear me out. I really, really like the narrative of the Browns right now. You like don't believe oh it for gosh. a second. Oh my let's gosh. just have some fun. <laughs> let's have some fun. Let's create some. Let's let's create some controversy. It's all fun. Uh, fine, give it to because us. Because all of us, all of us, all of us, all of us. You know, if all of us agree, that's that stinks. I'm just being different. I'll just be different. I'll take it for what it is. But I think it'll be fun. I'll just take the Browns. I'll take them. I'll take give them us thirty-nine to thirty. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'll just do it for fun. I'll do it for fun. And look, I know the Chiefs are a better team. I'm just doing it for fun. I believe oh in what they boy. can be. I let's see. I, I'm rooting for the narrative. Let's I, that's can really we what still it comes slam out. you next week, even though you're just having fun. I, can we still do that? Just, I mean, just I for really fun. don't think you should, but just hey, for fun, can we slam you if you're wrong? If you want to, I just but I like I, I just wow. want I don't wow. want to sit there and be I, I don't want to sit there and act like we're all three just constantly in agreement. I just the Browns wow. are gonna win by two scores. No, no, you no, don't well, believe that. I, I here's what I will say. Here's what I will say about the Browns. 
You you did convince me it's not a two score game. I don't know what I was thinking going nine points. You don't believe? I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Th- here's what I'll do. I'll negate the. I'll negate three points and I'll make it thirty six to thirty. All right. Okay. Thirty six to thirty. All right. I'll be, I'll be. I'll have some fun with it. Now, Bucks and Saints. They're meeting for the third time. <laughs> um, now, Brady. Uh, I, you got to think he wants revenge because he hasn't won since they, uh, you know, since he's been in Tampa and that shellacking. But but here's the thing. I just <laughs> now you want to talk about a game that's got a lot of points. That's exactly what I think this game's going to be. That's exactly what I think this game's going to be. I think you will see points. These are two amazingly talented offenses. Great um, offensive line, terrific coaching. Defense is good, but I just think the offenses are too good. Um, I think this will be a high-scoring game. Uh, Bryce, what, how do you see this game played out? I mean, I think we will see points like nobody's business. I See, I'm more confident in points being in this game than I am Browns and Chiefs. <laughs> so, I mean, and we thought the same things about the regular season matchups. We thought that's what we were going to get, and we didn't. I think this one's going to be different. Um, I think we will see some points. At least I hope so. I just I want to see a good game, right? I mean, if 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 the Saints blow out the Bucks, that's not what I want to see again. But it just proves that the Bucks they were it was a hoax anyway, right? No, I think no. it, I think it is going to be different. I think it is going to be different this time. I hey, think it's going to be the a Bucks game. a hoax is atrocious, Bryce. That's atrocious. That's atrocious. Their offense is top three or four in football. They have five losses. Oh, my God. I just think hoax is a strong word. In, thank they, you. Thank you, Zach. They're misleading. How about that? Thank they're you. misleading. They can be misleading. Call them misleading, Fine. but don't call Fine. them a hoax. Whatever. I I just want a good game. I still want to see the Saints win. I am. I really don't want to see Tom Brady win. I'm, I'm just – be straight with you no, about of it. Of course you don't, I can't. You, because you've been too petty with you with your individual self in a way that you think. About Look, uh, this one is just something get, I can't get, get over. Feelings. I can't get, get over feelings. this one. <laughs> I just can't. And plus, it's Drew Brees' last ride, more than likely. I want to see Drew Brees make another run and not get screwed. You know, by the league, the league still owes him. By the way, they owe him. They owe. They him. owe him royally. They owe that team. So, look, I like the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to take them in a close one, 35-32. Bryce, you, you, I wish there was a way to redo that song uh, called In My Feelings by Drake <laughs> to just basically do a <laughs> song that just goes Brady because Brady put you in your – Brady, do you love me should be your chorus because all you do is let him get into your heart and get into your mind too often. I just don't. I this is I two nights in a row I with thought, obscure – I thought I could be fine. Yeah, let I, it yeah, go, right? Zach. Let yeah, it have some fun. Culture no, I'm not going to let help. it go. You had Taylor Swift sitting right in front of you. Okay, like but she a, didn't have the <laughs> – she didn't have divorce. She didn't have divorces though. Jessica Jessica did. Simpson pulls she that did. gem. She pulls did. that gem out of the, AB's out girlfriend of the literally didn't know who Jessica Simpson was, Caleb. I just think she that's didn't, she didn't know. Unfortunately, which is honestly a travesty, Zach. That that think, people of our say, age don't know who Jessica Simpson. That's is. I agree, Zach. Come on, come on, come on. Let me have a little fun with some pop culture. What do you think? What do you Fine. think, Zach? What do you think? Fine, I'll let you have fun. Well, obviously, we mentioned it. The Bucks just got absolutely annihilated the last time these teams played. I don't see that happening this time. I agree with you guys, there's going to be a lot of points, but 
New Orleans Saints still win by double digits, 41 to 31. Oh, wow. 41 to 31. 41 to 31. Uh, it's interesting. I, I don't think double digits, but I, I can see it. Um, I will go with a very similar score. Um, I will say 38, 33. Uh, New Orleans. I, I do. I trust. I trust the Saints at home. I trust the Saints at home. Bryce, what you got? Oh yeah, I already gave you mine. I, I think it's going to be New Orleans. I think it's going to be uh, what did I say, thirty-five, thirty-two. Yeah, you. I mean, I think in this type of game, you're just going to see a team who feels the pressure of winning one earlier. Like I think Brady's got a couple more years. I think Breeze. I think it's. I think we're seeing the hint of retirement. We're we're seeing it. Yeah. It's a hint. It's coming. I think we all kind of see it. Everybody in the organization, I feel like, is somewhat uh, understanding that and trying to navigate through that pressure. Um, I just – here's the thing. I I think we're in for some good games. I do. Uh, I like I like what we can be uh, talking about potentially for next week. Uh, it will be the three of us once again. Uh, so check that out. We have plenty of podcasts coming. Uh, the Running Hook did an emergency pod on James Harden, where I referenced uh, Jessica Simpson. Uh, so check that out. And I intentionally mispronounced Nick. I'm not even going to say the last name. Just go and listen to it. I the, the battleground is also performing uh, in their latest episode. I believe is Ryan Gregory coming on to your battleground episode. That is the plan. We are the plan. we are working. Our people are working with his people as we speak. We're okay. setting it up. That is That's the fair. plan. That is I wouldn't fair. be surprised to hear about a last second uh, backing out on his part, but you know we will see. We'll see. Oh, wow. We'll see. So you have that. Uh, the movie podcast as well. Uh, you have, uh, you know, plenty to listen to. Go check them out. Uh, Zach Bryce, once again, thank you for coming on. Thanks. Thanks.